Hey, hey, Ryan here. Don't forget, you can leave me your personal branding questions at ryanroten.com forward slash message. Click the big green start recording button, leave me your question, and I'll feature it along with my advice and suggestions in an upcoming episode. And now, on with the show. Last week, a listener emailed me the following question, and I quote, I have an arrest record that still flashes online. It was years ago. I've moved on and created a new life helping others, but still, even 10 plus years later, the news article will surface. How do you combat news organizations who, with one article, can effectively ruin years of work? First of all, thank you for your question. And second, as you probably already guessed, this is a tough position to be in for sure. Because the answer to this question is simple, but fixing it will not be easy, and to be honest, it's not guaranteed to fix it forever. And I'll explain why as we go along. You see, at a high level, there are two parts to this question. One, you can control, and one, unfortunately, you cannot. First of all, for example, you cannot control what the news organizations will post online about you. Things like arrest records are public information, and in many cases, they are searchable. And once they're indexed by Google, those records or the articles that news outlets publish, they're going to show up in search results. And since we can't dictate to Google what gets posted, well, I mean, you see the point. You also can't stop a news organization from posting news from 10 years ago. Depending on the severity of the crime, they can always run an anniversary or an update story. The reality of this situation is, is that an arrest record will follow this person for the rest of their life. So what can a person in this type of situation do? Well, the only thing that you can really do is act upon the things that you can actually control. So we know we can't control the news or Google. So what can we control, you might ask? And my answer is a lot more than what you think. Now, a little disclaimer here. While the suggestions that follow I would make for really any of my clients, I would also include much more specific suggestions based on the individual, their situation, and an assessment of where they stand today. In that way, out of the seven steps that I'm going to outline for you here, regardless of your personal situation, you can actually use these and apply them to help control, and I use that term very loosely, what gets displayed about you in search results. The first thing that you control is to buy your own domain name. You see, when someone searches for you on Google, they type your name into the search bar, and in that instant, your name becomes a keyword. Google, as you know, is the ultimate content curator on the planet. Its sole purpose, besides making a lot of money on ads, of course, is to collect, rank, and display all of the content that it can find related to any given particular keyword. So by owning your name as a domain, Google will recognize it as having met the criteria you've searched for, and in this case, it's your name, as the keyword, and it will return it in the results. However, just owning your domain will not be enough. You actually will need to put your new online real estate to work by starting a blog. Now, before I move on, owning your name as a domain also serves as an insurance policy of sorts. 
Because you own it, it prevents others who share your name from grabbing it and using it in a manner that might not complement your desired brand. So keep that in mind. Buy your domain and put it to use by starting a blog. So after you purchase your domain, you'll need to get it out there on the internet by installing what's known as a content management system. Now my personal choice for this is WordPress. WordPress runs something like 25% of the world's websites, and it allows anyone, even those of you listening right now with zero coding experience, to build a website. If the thought of building a website bothers you, don't worry. I actually have created a how-to WordPress course just for you. It's free in exchange for your email address, and you can get it over at DIYWebsiteGuide.com. With your website in place, you'll need to begin posting content on it. And you can post anything you want, but I recommend that you choose a topic that interests you and really is what you want to be known for, as we've talked about many times on this podcast. So if you get stuck here, go back and listen to BYOB show number eight. And there I give you three ideas on how you can get started with blogging. third thing you're going to need to do is you're going to need to own your mistake. Now, this may sound obvious, but you need to own your past. Let's face it, we all make mistakes and your website can be a great place for you to acknowledge those mistakes. On your about page, for example, acknowledge your past and discuss the lessons that you've learned from your transgressions. Use this as the basis to show how you've changed. This will help you create and control, to an extent, your own brand rather than let the news media or Google create it for you. You see, the content you create allows you to begin crafting your brand. It will help you paint the picture of who you are, where you've been, and where you're going. So at this point, we've purchased our domain, we're starting a blog, and we've acknowledged our past transgressions. And now what we need to do is put out content. We need to blog often. You see, in order to keep other results down in the search results, you are going to need to post a lot of valuable content. And I mean a lot. Now, one suggestion is to use your content to help turn your story from released criminal, in this case, into reformed criminal. And it may not seem like it, but believe it or not, the press does like positive news stories as well. There's no magic formula here to specify how often you should blog or the magic number of posts, if you will, that will work in order to push down in their search results these negative stories. But in a case like this one, I recommend you've got to post something related to your topic or area of interest at least once a week. Because you see, posting frequently will do two things for you. One, it will make your site more visible to Google because Google loves fresh and relevant content. Two, it will begin to drive down the negative results. Now, it's not going to do this overnight. You have to be patient and you have to form a habit of creating content. Because at this point, you're now playing the long game. So once you've gotten into the habit of posting regularly, it's now time for you to get social. Now, for those of you who are not familiar with social media, getting started can be quite daunting because there are lots and lots of potential platforms and options for you to choose from. My advice, and I tell this to every client that I have, do not get on all of these platforms. This is not going to help you. Instead, what you need to do is focus on a few and focus on consistency. 
I do recommend that you grab your name on the following platforms simply because Google gives these sites priority in their search results. LinkedIn, Facebook, Google+. Yeah, I said Google+. Why? Because it's owned by Google. Get on Pinterest. Get on Twitter as well. Remember, Google and Twitter established an agreement last year, and now you can actually see your tweets in search results. This is another way that you have available to you to push down in Google's ranking system the negative results. Now, can you select other platforms? Sure, but it may not make a difference. So start with a few of the more relevant, more social social media sites and focus on them like a laser. Own these platforms and complete the bios 100%. You'll post your content there and you'll also post content that you've curated. I've talked about curating content before on this podcast because blogging on your topic of choice is a great place to start, but to really help your brand stand out online, you're also going to need to curate the content of others. So after you've selected your niche or your area of focus, find others who have the same interests and begin to share their content as well. This is especially true on Twitter because your tweets show up in search results. Now, this may sound counterproductive to you at first, but stay with me here. You will use both your website and your social media accounts to promote yourself and others, but not necessarily in that order. Doing this can have the side benefit of making you the go-to resource for your topic or area of interest and position you as a thought leader as well. It will also, of course, have the benefit of helping you create this additional content that you need, which will help to serve to push the negative results further down in Google's list. Now, the last thing that you can do, and I recommend this only as a last result, is just to go ask Google to take down the offending search results. Now, some of you are thinking to yourself, Ryan, why didn't you mention this one first? Well, the reality is, is that while this option is available and it's there, actually getting this to happen can take a lot of time. Now, if you live in Europe, Europe actually has a law where you can tell Google to take something down and Google will have to do it. But for the rest of us, Google doesn't really have to take down our posts. They have to have a pretty good reason to do it and you just not liking the post is probably not going to be enough. I don't believe this is going to be a quick process for you either, but it can be done. Now, if you're really interested in learning more about this particular option, just go to Google, type into the search bar, Google Online Reputation Management. The very first return will be a page from Google dedicated to how you can manage these types of situations online. So in summary, the reality is that in order to get better search results, we have to own our past and our digital future. The steps outlined here today will help you do that regardless of whether you're trying to bury past search results or you're just focused on creating new and relevant ones as you build your brand online. It all starts by accepting that you can only control what you can control. And once you believe this, you've just taken the first step to becoming a brand new you.
Always remember that you can't stop the news media from being themselves or Google from posting relevant content. But with enough effort, you just might be able to change the perception. And that, I believe, is a good place to start. Coming up this Thursday on the brand new You Show, my guest will help you understand that you are an expert and that it's time for you to embrace it and start playing a new game. You are not going to want to miss this one. That wraps us up for today. Until next week, I've been Ryan, and I'm out. Today's show was edited and produced by Ryan Roach. What you can... can Now, the last minute... If you, if you, they type your name into the suit, Google or WordPress runs like something snap. We've started a blog. We've created a, we've igni- uh, also serve as an inch. Oh my goodness. What is wrong with me?